Welcome to Crispy Coated Robots Listens to an in-depth exploration into music's pinnacle recordings of the past. Now on with the show. Hey, it's Jim. Hey, it's George. Welcome to Crispy Coated Robots Listen To. And what are we listening to today, Jim? Ah, our first Bruce Springsteen selection, Born in the USA. Yeah. Yes. Uh, he, he's got several albums with born in the title. This is the one that is about uh, being born in the USA. This is his seventh studio album, studio album. Cause he's got, Wait, he's got several albums it. with born in the title. Uh, well, born, born to run. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so he's got another, he's got another like, album. Okay. I started thinking about uh, Biggie born to die. I'm like, is that him? No, no, it's Biggie. That, that is, that is him. Yes. Uh, <laughs> but this is uh Springsteen's, 1984 release and it, and it's just Bruce Springsteen, but we've got all the E street band in it, but it's, it's not a Bruce Springsteen and the E street band. So, so uh, yeah, we're quick. I can't that. Tell clarify that. Cause well, so, yeah, I don't know. Cause Bruce Springsteen, I, you're right though. Cause when they went on tour, they had said with the E street band, but this album is just yeah. Bruce Springsteen. Well, a, a lot of this album that we're about to, to listen to, um, he had Nebraska, which is an amazing album before this, Very but that spare. was just him. I think yeah. he made that for like 1200 bucks or so. Uh, but that, that just the songs, we're going to have a lot of overspill into this album from stuff that he did uh, during that period. He wrote about 80 songs wow. uh, for this album um, or, or during this period. Some of them ended up on uh, like Atlantic city. I, I love that song. Uh, from Nebraska, yeah. But some some of the songs ended up on Nebraska, and then those that didn't make it, he kind of did full band because much of that is just him uh, or him with harmonica and acoustic guitar. This we we get the full blown uh, band of the E Street Band. So he kind of used them as um, uh, honestly a, a studio band. Yeah, uh, yeah. But uh, to me, it's a it's an E Street album. It you know, paid off for them because this this tour went on forever, and all, all the original oh. musicians were there except for a little Steven. They had Nils Lofgren instead join them, but yeah, it paid yes. off for everybody little, who little took Steven part. Left, yeah, for for a while, but uh, yeah, these sessions, like I said, they covered more than two years, uh, and again, that's the Nebraska time and and this, uh, but uh, a lot of hits on this album too, Jim. I mean, yeah. amazing. Make Amazing off hits. with one of them. I mean, the first hit, as we all know, famously was Dance in the Dark, which we'll get to. The only reason we know that because it was kind of Bruce jumping into the world of video uh, yeah, and yeah. it's directed by Brian that. De Palma, of all people. Oh, oh hey, wait. But I'm not, sorry, I'm not giving up. Yeah. But, uh, but like I said, it, it, it really changed. It was a different, I was, this is where I was going. It's a really different album because video was involved in, in MTV since the river came out in Atlantic City. MTV yes. really wasn't the big thing, but he, he t- jumped in, you know, oh, yeah. a full, full jump in with this album and it paid off for him. Huge, huge opener here. Uh, title track of the album born in the USA. It's the third single. Okay. Uh, and originally the, the title was Vietnam. Um, yeah, because it talks about this Vietnam vet. A lot of people have misunderstood this song and they hear it. The, chorus and feel positive and patriotic uh but the verses really depict this kind of marginalized working class vietnam vet uh 
Yeah. Uh, and what they had to face coming back to a country where they felt betrayed and, and kind of confused. Um, but um, there Talk is about confused, it, George. Though. I mean, we had a lot of position uh, politicians, like you say, misconstrued. Oh, yeah. this. They were confused and they thought it was a patriotic song and they all wanted to use it in their campaign, including, I think, Ronald Reagan at one point. So. Reagan, the Reagan people called Springsteen. And I, and I think his uh, agency just kind of hung up on him. Like, obviously, you've never listened to the song. <laughs> uh, and uh, even uh, Donald Trump, I think they, they were using it uh, at, at one point on something. But uh, to stay clear of the political stuff, okay, uh, th- this song was recorded live in the studio uh, in just three takes. So what we will hear is the the third time that the band went through it. And I think that's responsible for much of the energy of the song. Yes. Uh, and interestingly, too, there is no bridge in the middle of the song, so it does make it sound like an anthem. It's the same chords over and over. Um, and, of course, the the album cover we, we can talk about later uh bruce's you know in front of a of a flag that that confused people because they i think they saw the album cover heard this song and thought oh yeah this is a very patriotic song which to me in a weird way um i think it is uh, it, it makes me love america more because we can show uh we can have a, a dissonant voice about things that we don't like and, and things that are not perfect with our country that we can express those uh so to me it's kind of a twist on a on a patriotic thing right. he is this man is not anti-american uh by any stretch but uh america like any other country the usa has has its problems uh, and this is such a great opener. Let's let's just go ahead. Yes, we've born talked long in enough. The USA, uh, from born in the USA, as we listen to that today with the crispy coated robots. The staff of crispy coated robots and Circus Joe Productions deeply and sincerely regret that hosts Jim and George are too cheap and financially insolvent to fork over the necessary funds for the music licensing for this episode. Should you decide, as we have, that their lack of commitment to this cause has put a proverbial burr under your saddle, and you want to hear the tunes discussed, please visit the hyperlinks provided in the episode notes. We apologize for this neglect, and wanton travesty of a presentation. But seriously, what did you expect? Now on with the show. We are back from Born in the USA, from the album Born in the USA. It's Chris Picotta Robots today, listening to the Bruce Springsteen classic from 1984. Release date, June 4th, 1984, in the summer time. Uh, We move on to the second single, which was probably, this is probably my second song. I think it's the second single also. It's probably my favorite song on the album, Cover Me. This is my second favorite uh i love this song uh he actually wrote it for donna summer i can kind of see that i i and like it's it kind of is the thing about it doesn't sound like a bruce springsteen song he starts off automatically with a guitar lick that doesn't sound yeah. like bruce springsteen and it's got like you said it, it does have that kind of feel to it yeah he decided to keep it for himself after he recorded a demo of it and he's like okay that isn't bad and uh but i love it i love the energy on, on this one too cover me you know, he had some success, of course. That I could see why Donna Summer, too. Success with the Pointer Sisters doing fires. So why not give it to Donna Summer? Exactly. Can, yeah, yeah. So, But this is a great song, Cover Me from Born in the USA album today. We're listening to with the Crispy Coated Robots. Please pause the device player now to review the audio file link in the show notes if you're into that kind of thing. We now return to Jim and George. All righty. That is Cover Me from Bruce Springsteen's Born in the USA. That's the yeah, album today. And- 
You know, he thought the song was too simple and too obvious, uh, but it actually became one for a long time, uh, an opener, uh, to his, the second half of his born in the USA shows when he was performing live. Cause it just, it ignites right off the bat off of that riff. But, uh, I, I saw the move. show. I mean, I know you did too, back in the, back in the day, I, I saw oh, the yeah. show you did. I I've seen him multiple times. I think my favorite, uh, me and a couple of guys, uh, actually, went to see him in Madison square garden and, uh, the audience stood the entire time. There was one song that they set down a new song. Um, uh, and this was on the magic, uh, album, um, during that period. And I remember, uh, one of our friends, our mutual friend, Robert Olive, uh, he was a teacher at the time. And one of his students actually bought a ticket from him. We, we had it for a, another member, another, it was actually Matt's ticket. Yeah. Uh, Matt couldn't go cause his father was ill. And this was this kid's, this teenage kid's first concert. And I told Robert, you just ruined this guy. Cause he's going to think every concert is like this. And the energy in that place was palatable. That's how uh, it was in 84. Fantastic. It was, it was like my third concert, I think third or fourth in 84. I never seen a, a concert like, you know, the excitement. I saw Billy Joel that same couple of years before, but, but Billy, uh, but Bruce Springsteen, you know, is a concert guy. He's known for his stories and all that stuff oh, yeah. too. And as a kid in high school, seeing this, this is kind of like, wow, this is a whole experience, you know? Uh, so it was a great tour. Uh, like I said, the whole band was there. Clarence did. That's probably like in their, in their prime. If you're going to have to say a prime of the East street brand band is oh, this, yeah. this area here, but on now to a song, which is kind of, there's a couple songs on this album that sound a lot like Credence Clearwater Revival to me. <laughs> and this yeah. next one is in that category. Yeah, this this one, uh, we're talking about Darlington County. This was actually wrote for uh, the 1978 album, uh, Darkness on the Edge of Town. Didn't quite make the cut, not because it's not a good song, but only so many songs you can put on an album. Uh, and this is one of his story songs. Uh, it's about two working class characters on a road trip from New York City looking for work in Darlington County, which I think is what South Carolina, uh, they don't find work, but they do find a little bit of trouble. And, uh, one of them ends up getting arrested, but, uh, Darlington County. Yeah. And the riff here, you know, uh, I think up around the bend is the song I'm thinking about from CCO. Oh yeah. It's, yeah. It's kind of got that. that whole feel to it. So here's Darlington County from born in the USA. Please pause the device player now to review the audio file link in the show notes. Welcome back. Here's Jim and George once again. All right. We're back from our trip to Darlington County, born in the USA. Today's the album with the crispy coated robots on to song number four today, which is working on the highway. Yeah. Uh, th this was originally called child bride. Uh, <laughs> and you know, I've always been fascinated that Springsteen never had a job doing anything other than making music, but he's got so many of these songs that deal with blue collar characters and just kind of struggling to get by and, and some of the desperate things that, that they're faced with and actions that they have to take, you know? Okay. But, uh, we not, are not, not uh, child bride anymore. It is working, working on, on the, the highway. highway as we listen to it today with the crispy code robots. It's time once again to pause in order to check out the music. Here's Jim and George once again. 
Working on the highway from Born the USA. That's the album today with the crispy coated robots. We're listening track by track and giving you all the inside scoop that we know. Uh, on to uh, song number five, which is Downbound Train. Yeah, this is my personal favorite from this album. It's it's kind of like almost the darkest song, even though Born in the USA is dark. But I had a job, I had a wife. I oh had man, to- I I often even when it's not playing. I think of a line that we're about to hear. I think this is one of my favorite Springsteen lines. I work down at the car wash where all it ever does is rain, you know, and then don't you feel like a, you're a rider on a down, uh, downbound train. This is like uh, Bob Dylan's Lily Rosemary and the Jack of Hearts to me. The song is a perfect little self-contained story that, uh, and he's got a lot of songs like this, that you could take just that song and the way it makes you feel and make a movie out of it. You know, yeah. uh, but I love this. This is and my the, favorite. The Dylan kind of descending chords thing with the, yeah. with the downward. Uh, it's just, uh, you know, though the structure of the song, everything's going downward <laughs> and he's on that yep. downbound train. So here it is as we listen today with the crispy coated robots. Please press pause now. Welcome back. Here's more from Jim and George. Downbound Train from Born in the USA. That's the album today with the Crispy Coated Robots, released in 1984. And, of course, multiple hits from it, including our next song uh, on the album. Yeah, this is the fourth single, I'm on Fire. And the story is that uh, Springsteen and his pianist, uh, Roy uh, Bitten, and, of course, Max Weinberg, the drummer, they recorded the first version of this song, by themselves because the rest of the band was taking a break and it just kind of all gelled and and came together. But I want to ask you, Jim, how many love ballads can get away with lines like this? Sometimes it's like someone took a knife edgy and dull and cut a six inch Valley through the middle of my skull. Is that not the most romantic thing (laughs) you've heard all day? Uh, But somehow master Bruce, the boss, he can, he can, say those words, sing those words and get away with uh, a pretty amazing heartfelt song. And this is kind of like the first video that we had. We've seen performance videos from Bruce Springsteen on most of the songs, including dancing in the dark, but this video was directed by John sales, the filmmaker uh, and Bruce Springsteen actually acts. This is one of his first one. He actually plays a, a automobile. He's, he's a mechanic yeah. there. And then we have this voice and I forgot who the famous voice was of a woman, but he kind of like longs for this woman. And after, you know, working on her car and stuff. Oh, uh, Christy Brinkley. Was it Christy Brink? No, it wasn't. No, it is. It really I is. I thought it was like Kathleen Lloyd or, or even uh, what's the other one from body heat. I thought it was, what's her name? Uh, oh, uh, Kathleen Turner. Yeah, but maybe I'm wrong. I can't find out who, I don't remember who it was, but uh, uh, just talks at the beginning, like, you know, hands the keys over and then he just goes yes. into this whole kind of thing. But anyways, I, th- I always thought it was Christy Brinkley. And then of course, later she shows up in some Billy Joel. Uh, all video right. And, all right. And so then, uh, uh, no, uh, it's uh, Christy Brinkley. You're trying to do the, the George funny thing. No, I'm not. I think it's really Christy <laughs> Brinkley. Anyways, the video won MTV Video Music Award for Best Male Video. So Bruce Springsteen actually won for his amazing acting. Here it is now. I'm on fire from Born in the USA. You know the drill by now. Pause here. Listen to the track and come back. Welcome back. Here's Jim and George once again. There is I'm on fire. Bruce Springsteen today from Born in the USA with the Crispy Coated Robots. I believe it's time now, George, to turn over yeah. the album. We are done. We got six and six. That's the first six songs. 
Let me get this, this over it, here. And the turning over the album is sponsored by the Crispy Coda Robots podcast. Go listen yes. to the Crispy Coda Ro- Robots podcast when you don't listen to us Sundays on this show. So, All right. listen, and I check us it. out wherever you listen to podcasts every Tuesday. There's a new episode. Good job, got George. Got it queued up. Okay. All right. We're ready right. to go. Well, it's a lot of work uh, just to turn that album over, but good job. Uh, well, yes, on now to right. a song, which I think is uh, Bruce Springsteen, even though Bon Jovi was already out. He said, okay, Bon Jovi, this is your future. Make songs like this. No surrender. <laughs> yeah. Originally called Brothers Under the Bridges. Uh, and this was actually the last song chosen for the album. Um, uh, e Street Band guitarist Steve Van Zant had to convince Springsteen to, to put it on the album. Uh, but he just wrote it about the inspirational power of music and just this love and friendship he had with the, the members of his band. Uh, I think my favorite line on here, we learn more from a three minutes, uh, record than we ever learned in school. No retreat, baby, no surrender. Uh, and so. I think, like I said, I think Bon Jovi took the map of this and then you get all those songs that he has, yeah. the na-na's and all that stuff in there. I think this is really the most Bon Jovi Bruce Springsteen song well, ever. They're both New Jersey guys, so. Yes, you know. but I, I consider it nothing against Bon Jovi. I just consider Bruce Springsteen a little bit on the a higher plane, at least in my music book. So, uh, what, what about uh, Frank? Frank Sinatra. Uh, well, yeah, Frank's that's, he's in a different class. You know, it's Frank. He, he's in New Jersey, Hoboken, New Jersey. When you've loved and lost like Frank has. <laughs> a little spinal tap line for you. Nice. <laughs> so let's listen to No Surrender from Born in the USA. Please pause the device player now to review the audio file link in the show notes if you're into that kind of thing. We now return to Jim and George. There it is. No retreat, baby. No surrender. Uh, yeah. Uh, from Born in the USA today. We're on out a song, I believe the eighth song of the album. Bobby Jean, this is one of my favorite ones that I thought was actually going to be a hit, but they never released it, but I did. I sure did enjoy it. Yeah, a simple song about somebody who's left town years before the main character, uh, and the main character is disappointed because he didn't know about it, wanted to say goodbye, tell him that he missed him, and wish him good luck, and and never got that chance. And and some have speculated uh, that this was about little Steven, but an argument can be made that it's about you know a fictional woman, and you know. I've, I've heard both go back and forth on it, but uh, well, it's a great you know, song. Actually, it was the sequel to Michael Jackson's Billie Jean. Uh, oh. Springsteen heard that and said, I got to make a song called Bobby Jean because they're you know probably related. So my Bobby Jean is that's you know, it. So that's what we were. Missing. That's the yes. tidbit that you did not know from Born in the USA. So here's yes. Bobby Jean today. And then later uh, we'd have... Uh, uh, David Bowie with Blue Jean. Yeah, so uh, so that to complete it was the, the Jean trilogy, folks. That's right. And please don't believe any of this. Here's Bobby Jean with the Crispy Go to Robots. Please pause the device player now to review the audio file link in the show notes. Welcome back. Here's Jim and George once again. Bobby Jean from uh, Born in the USA. Bobby Jean. That's the album today with the Crispy Cutter Robots. On now to, I believe, wasn't this a single? I'm Going Down was probably like the last uh, single. The sixth single. Yeah. Uh, and what's interesting, the band recorded this in 82. What? And it wasn't released until the, this album. But Jim, there are 75, over 75 repetitions of the word down in this song. I'm going down, 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 down. So 
Yeah, I oh, stopped counting at seventy-five. We, okay, I, th- I thought you. I thought I thought I saw a counter in your hand that you were going to do it. No, I I stopped. At, it's probably more than seventy-five, but I I stopped at seventy-five. All right, let's just go play it. You can count at home. It's a fun game with the crispy coated robots. It's time once again to pause in order to check out the music. Here's Jim and George once again. There's "I'm Going Down" from Born in the USA today. That's the album with the crispy coated robots. On now to another hit single, "Glory Days." Yeah, this is the fifth single released. And in this song, Springsteen uh, sings about this chance encounter with an old friend. It's it's a true story. Uh, a friend in high school uh, was a, a baseball player, star baseball player. Uh, his name is actually Joe DePew. And this encounter uh, in the first verse really happened. They were good friends, but drifted apart. Springsteen pursued music. While DePew took a shot at sports, he actually tried out for the Dodgers in LA. Uh, and in the summer of 73, DePew was walking into a bar in, in New Jersey. Uh, I don't know if this is true, but the uh, headliner uh, in Neptune, New Jersey, and Springsteen was walking out just like the song describes. And uh, they w- both went back in and uh, closed a the bar drinks. down. They, Talking about yeah, they glory days. Talking about Boop, their glory days. Yeah. yeah. It's funny when he plays with McCartney, the couple times he's played with McCartney, I mean, they could have done any song. They could have done Let It Be. They could have done Born to Run. Oh, he loves to play this song. Yeah. But they'd always do glory days. Which is well, and this is one of Bruce's favorite songs. It's the only song from this album that in 2009 he played at the Super Bowl. So he played four songs. And this uh, from this great album, the only song he chose was this. But you're right. Uh, he played this with McCartney uh, on one of McCartney's last performances uh, at the Glad- uh, Glastonbury Festival in yeah. June of 22. Got up there and Paul is uh, just right there with him with his bass, that old Rickenbacker. Rickenbacker. Yeah. It's sorry. a pretty simple song. I mean, it's like a, it's like a four quarter, and uh, but it still gets the job done. Here's Glory Days from Born in the USA. It's time once again to pause in order to check out the music. Here's Jim and George once again. All right. There's George reminiscing right now. I'm going to snap out of it, George. That's glory days. You're thinking about Uh, a baseball star and stuff. I was never a baseball star. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So that's from Born in the USA. That's the album today with the crispy coated robots on now to, I believe, what's the first hit from the album, right, George? Uh, Yeah, this was the first. Now, this is the only Springsteen song that Dylan ever covered. Bob Dylan, but uh, this song, uh, it was actually the last song written for this album. Now he had, I, like I said, at the beginning of the show, he had over 80 different songs to choose from, but uh, his manager, John Landell demanded a hit for the album, which is crazy. Cause these, there were already hits, but after kind of a brief argument, Springsteen complied and he, and he wrote it that same night. And, when you understand that the lyrics make sense when you consider that he was trying to write a song because the lyrics we're going to hear, I get up in the evening, ain't got nothing to say. And uh, later on, he's going to say, I'm, I'm sick of uh, sitting around here trying to write this book and I'm a gun for hire and, and all that stuff. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But uh, so kind of written under duress, but uh, what a great song it is. Well, let's listen. We'll come back and talk about the famous video next okay. right after the song. Please press pause now. Welcome back. Here's more from Jim and George. All right. That's Dancing in the Dark from Born in the USA. The video now directed by Brian De Palma of Blowout fame. 
Well, um, let, let's let me talk about. Do you know who the original director was? Uh, I was wasn't it supposed to be Paul Schrader or something? Or uh, was it it's another famous? Oh, it's supposed to be Scorsese. Well, I, I haven't heard that, but the the original concept for the video, which gratefully we we don't see, was literally going to be Bruce dancing in the dark, shot against a black background. Oh God. And the cinematographer uh, for it, uh, which is, is a great cinematographer, uh, you know, uh, Daniel Pearl. Okay. He's the one, if you've ever seen the video for every breath you take mm -hmm. that smoky black yeah. and white. Okay. He was the director of photography and Pearl and Springsteen kind of got in an argument about how he should be shot. Uh, Springsteen was kind of wanting a filter and Pearl was trying to do this hard light lighting thing. Again, think back to the every breath you take video. Yeah. Okay. Uh, and after a few takes, Bruce just walked out, ended up doing it with the great Brian De Palma. And uh, this really was the, the first Springsteen video to get massive airplay on MTV. And it did, like you were talking about, introduce him to a, a younger audience. And uh, it was a... Um it was a simple video performance piece. The only, uh, the, the only thing that cap at the end was Courtney Cox played the young lady who he yep. pulls out of the crowd and dances up there with and lost this, her this career was, before friends. Yeah. This is actually filmed in a live performance uh, in Minnesota, the St. Paul civic center, Minnesota. They filmed it twice. Okay. Once to get kind of the close-ups, And, uh, and so he, he performed it live. They, they purposely waited until midway through the show when he was good and sweaty and the crowd was already in this frenzy. Uh, but what you're seeing is, is live. It's just, they edit two of those performances together. Uh, but, uh, yeah, Courtney Cox planted in the audience played the, that she had that real short hair and that t-shirt and, um, uh, yeah, that's the first time we saw her. Then she goes on to what uh, family ties, and of course later with friends. Well, yeah, uh, then you're forgetting about Masters of the Universe. He made was she movie. in that? I don't yes. remember that. Yeah, she was. I know she did all those Scream movies. She still does that. Stuff, yeah, but uh, but uh, yeah. there we go. Let's go ahead and uh, uh, move on now to what is the final song on the album called "My Hometown." Yeah, no, this is the seventh single, and. It's another great example of why the boss is a master craftsman at, at just songwriting and lyrics. The lyrics seem simple at first pass, but they take on kind of a greater form as, as he describes, really, he could be anywhere in the U.S. And just the complexity of dealing with the wonder and insecurities of, of being a child. It's, you know, about his personal experience. He grew up in, in Freehold, New Jersey. Okay. And it's, but it's also kind of this bleak portrait of life for just the working class in the Reagan era when this, this thing came out. So, so many small towns were just kind of falling apart, but uh, this uh, album and, and this song, I think in particular, it really helped earn Springsteen the reputation as the voice of the common man. So great, great song. We used Our, to perform this song. This is a good uh, album closer. My hometown from yep. born in the USA. This should be the last time that you have to pause this. I promise. And now here are some final thoughts from Jim and George regarding this episode's selection. There's my hometown. And there's like, I, I forgot who told me. My brother told me that either Billy Joe or Bruce Springsteen said, always end something slow and, and kind of thoughtful on the end of your album. Want people leaving more. 
Uh, and I think he did that with Born in the USA with uh, my home. Yeah, what, what a difference uh, from the opening track, the very bombastic Born in the USA to end it with this very, uh, not really dark, but very muted, different experience here. The whole album, uh, without us talking, uh, is it's just a little over 45 minutes, uh, but th- this album is talking is over two hours, <laughs> seven and a half hours. Uh, it remained on the charts for, uh, almost 150 weeks. I think it's like 140 weeks or something certified platinum 15 times. Wow. And, uh, of course, Rolling Stone ranks it high Rolling Stone magazine, uh, 85 on their list of 500 greatest albums of all time. And, well-deserved in my opinion, maybe a little higher than 85, but, uh, we'll, we'll deal with Rolling Stone later. Uh, yeah. And yeah, what a great album. Sometimes artists get knocked for having too many hits or they sold out or anything. I think there wasn't any kind of compromise in the music. You just had songs that you hit at a time, uh, the right time and people were into it and you were able to release what seven singles from it. You really kind of caught a moment in time and that's what this album did. So, yeah, Absolutely. So we got to hit a correction real quick uh, for the uh, <laughs> for the the whole discussion yeah. about the video for I'm on Fire, which was directed by John Sales. I thought it was like Kathleen Harold or Kathleen Turner or some or even it possibly the I woman. wanted it to be Christy Brinkley. I don't know why. All these years I thought it was Christy Brinkley. We were way off, folks. I thought it was Who Julie was it, and lady that model that ended up being his wife uh, eventually, and they got divorced pretty quick. But and now it ended up being uh, the easiest thing that John Sales could have done: get his partner, not not wife, but I guess the equivalent of a wife, kind of a common law wife. His partner Maggie Renzi did the voice, and they just got some model for the legs. That yeah, yeah. So yeah, sorry, I've been no living a lie, Jim, all this time. <laughs> No super story there, guys. Yeah. Sales is like, hey, honey, can you show up at the set tomorrow? We need this woman's voice. Can you? It's one line, and it's like, here, take care of it, and then just be sexy, and we'll go ahead and run with it. Ooh, Jim, you could have done that. Thank you very much. Yeah. (laughs) That would be a different video. Me handing yeah. Bruce Springsteen the keys. Yeah, that 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 song is I I set myself on fire. You know, <laughs> or you're on fire. Uh, <laughs> you're or you're just fired. Yeah, you know? <laughs> you're fired. All right, so there we go. That ends another great album with the crispy coated robots today. I oh yeah, a lot of fun today. It's great just kind of sitting back and listening to the music and kind of talking about it. Kind of puts everything in a new perspective. Uh, the crispy coated perspective. Uh, what was that? I don't know. Just trying to be all uh, philosophical and stuff. Uh, but George, you have our official end of the show. Before we get there, crispycoatedrobots.com. That is the website for all things crispy coated. And also we have our podcast every single Tuesday drops where you ever. That is true. You listen that is to the podcasts. truth. So George, Absolutely. It's, it's all on you right now. Uh, again, uh, thanks for embarking on this, this journey. Uh, this audible journey with us today. Uh, what a great album. Uh, if you would like us to review an album uh, and you don't see that we've done it yet, uh, please write us at crispycoatedrobots at gmail.com and uh, we will consider it. And uh, we'll tell you, so don't do like, you know, some kind of two live crew thing. Cause that's not going to happen. <laughs> uh, but uh, we're, we're open to suggestions. Has to okay? be radio friendly. It has to be radio friendly. Yeah, and, and it has to be a good album. We're not going to, 
Well, I'm not going to name bad albums. <laughs> yeah, but, yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, We're not going to do what, George? <laughs> uh, I'm, I'll tell you off air here in a moment. Uh, but uh, in the meantime, again, thanks for taking this journey with us. Be kind, be well, and find a way to invest yourself into other people's lives every single day. This program has been a meaningless amalgamation of crispy coated robots under the direction of Circus Joe Productions. Copyright 2022. All rights reserved. Copies of this broadcast transcript are not available because you should have been paying more attention to the show while it was playing. You only have yourself to blame for that. Email Jim and George at crispycoatedrobots at gmail.com to inform them of what they got wrong and all the parts that you liked in the event that such a thing like that occurred. And finally, be sure to check out Crispy Coated Robots on their free weekly podcast available every Tuesday at crispycoatedrobots.com or wherever you listen to podcasts. The future is counting on it.